Welcome to another episode of the Gladcast Basketball Podcast. We've got a first-timer on the pod tonight with one of the newest gladiators in Pharaoh Ali Hodgic. Pharaoh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank so, you 6'10", Bosnian GB Centre, joined the club at the end of January and has put in some big moments already and some pretty spectacular highlight dunks. Uh, averaging over five, uh, over 10 and 5, uh, how have you found your time in the BBL so far this season? Um, it's been good being uh, back uh, into the British Basketball League. Um, obviously, uh, my first couple of games, I felt like I had to adjust uh, to the style of play. And uh, I think I've done that slowly. And, I'm, you know, I've, I've come here to to help the team, um, you know, to help Gareth. You know, you know me and Gareth, we have a, a relationship as, as as players, you know. So now having him as a coach, I feel... I feel like you know I'm here to help the team and I'm here to help him. You know I'm not um, you know I'm not I'm not a guy who's come here to you know to, to try use it as a stepping stone to get somewhere else. You know and um, it, it's really like you know I feel like it's a home for me now to come back here. So you know that's that, that's what what the biggest thing was about the uh, you know being back in the BBL is so that it's like a home to me now. Amazing. We'll kind of t- we'll. We'll come back round to that, but it was interesting when I was I said to you at the start, like I was speaking to Gareth earlier, he said that he he ruined with you on a couple of occasions at some GB camps. Yeah, yeah, it was you know it was good having him as a as, as a roommate. You know, I feel like he's a you know really sophisticated guy, and you know he's he's you know he, he's got a good head on his shoulders. You know, and it's good to have a roommate like that, especially when you're at GB and stuff, and you could be. You know, place with anybody in in, yeah. in, in a hotel room. Nice one. So, you've had stops across Europe, including most recently in kind of Kosovo. You've been in Belgium, Greece, Hungary. You've played in the Balkan leagues, and you've also played in South America and Argentina. Um, did I miss any stops out there? Um, I don't know. It's just been all over the place. Yeah, I've pretty <laughs> much hit all the spots. I mean, I was in Greece quite a lot. You know, um, we lived out there and, and played in those leagues. So, you know, that that's kind of been. My main station of my career, I believe. And it's one of the questions I'll you know I'll talk about this when we're at it. It's always one of those questions I like to ask people is like you've obviously played across many different leagues, many different been across many different clubs and standards of basketball. How how would you say now this this level of BBL compares to maybe in the past or across Europe? Where does it kind of sit, would you say, nowadays? Okay, well, I guess I can only compare it to when I was in the BBL previously. And uh, I mean, I watched the BBL growing up. I, I think my first game, my, my father took me to a uh, Leicester Riders game because I grew up in Leicester. And that's how I first saw basketball for the first time live. And um, I think, you know, um, especially from even three years ago when I was here, and I, I feel like the league in the last three years, you know, since, since I played here before, has, has really grown it. Every team, has brought in guys who can, you know, who who know how to play basketball, and like and I feel like all the teams have, are starting to step up more and more. And, and it, it, okay, there is a it is there is one team that's you know dominating the league at the moment, you know, but you know I, I feel like the other teams, you know, they they, they are trying to catch up, and and, yeah. and it's and that's that's something that's happened over the last three years too as well, you know. Um. Yeah, I, I you know I feel like better players are coming into the league. You know, and it's making the league better and stronger. And you know, team, and yeah, 
teams also seem to be a lot deeper as well. Like maybe in a few years ago, there was maybe only six or seven deep, where teams are now going nine, ten deep easily. Yeah, and and also I I think of you know when I played in Greece, um, and I would talk about I would say something to some some of my Greek teammates about you know the British league, or or, or you know mention a team they're like oh you know there's a basketball league there it's like professional in the, in yeah. the British league they're asking me that question about the British league, you know and then but just recently when I just played you know in my last year, uh, it, it, you know teams uh, teammates were oh you know they've heard of you know, the London Lions or the Leicester Riders who played in Europe, you know, some games. So, you know, this is this is also, you know, this, it's definitely a step up for the league to be more recognised yeah. around Europe. You know, it's important because, you know, there is players that are coming to, to the BBL trying to step, trying to take the next step to go to play higher level. And, and the only way to make that happen is, you know, for, for, for the league to be respected. You know, and, and recognise that, and, and, and I feel like the league is going in that direction. Brilliant. So let's let's now concentrate back on you. And one question I always like to ask in this podcast, uh, when we talk to players for the first time and for fans, kind of get understand them a bit more. Is how did you get into basketball? You kind of touched on it there. You went to your first game it was like a Leicester game or whatever it was. Uh, so yeah, how did you get into basketball? And what other sports did you play growing up? Um, I mean, I I I did a, a few different sports growing up. Um, I did karate. You know, I I managed to reach a black belt. Uh, you know, when I was seventeen, uh, I played football. Um, you know, that was my favorite sport uh, growing up. I feel like it was a, it was a normal thing. Uh, growing up in the UK, and uh, you know, I, I I played basketball. Um, you know, at school, you know, I started playing at school. You know, it was only a once a week once a week type of deal, you know, and, you know, I got invited to, to, to different camps and, and, and I, and I, my, my parents were like, oh, I'll go try it out. You know, so I, I went to one East Midlands camp there and, uh, you know, I, I met some coaches and I got invited to trials for England. And, and I was like, so surprised, but kind of came out of nowhere. I, I mean, I had played basketball once a week mm. coming up to that point, you know, and then I went on this, uh, this this uh, trial, you know, with the, with the, with England to France, you know, when I was uh, sixteen years old, seventeen, and then and then that's when basketball got serious for me. Then I started wanting to train every day. You know, I started meeting uh, basketball, you know, previous basketball players in the, in Leicester now, who you know, guys like uh, Carl Brown, um, also you know, Dave Greenaway, you know, a, a guy that also was at the London Lions with me. These guys, they helped, they started helping me every day. You know, getting into the gym, working, you know, and yeah. you know, and, and and that's how it started for me. And and it was, but it was pretty late as a, you know, as a as a for a basketball player, only about 16, 17 years old is when I really started to start training on a regular basis. How you tall know, were you then? How were you your full height? Yeah, I mean, um, probably you know a couple inches shorter, like mm. six foot eight. But I do remember going into school. And a teacher just saying to me, "Wow, did you get taller today?" <laughs> and then, then, you know, a week later, she's like, "Wow, you're taller than last week." <laughs> and I feel like I just shot up in height, like over like you know one or two years. Um, yeah. So we have to kind of start, obviously you talk about that kind of late start to your kind of basketball career. It also brought you to be able to go to school in America. Uh, how did you find? How did you find? 
uh, playing in the NCAA, and I also noticed you had time in the JUCO level. How what did you learn from playing kind of junior college before going back to p- play up to playing kind of Division One of the Blazers? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I was in the United States for for a little while. I, you know, I went there and I did a year of high school uh, first as well, and you know, you know, going from that, you know, the, my first year in the United States, I, I learned a lot about what was going on in the United States of America with the with the basketball system. Um, I went over there to play in the high school and I didn't really know anything about the NCAA and and the, and the teams and the conferences and the different leagues. Um, I really didn't know any, about any of that. So I got there in high school that first year and, and then I realized what basketball really means, like yeah. you know, how, how you can you can be a student and be an athlete, you know, at the same school and you're competing and, and your school means something, you know, like, you know, growing you know, growing up in the UK, you know, you're, you're more of playing for a club. You're playing for playing, not playing for that school, you know, and, and, and that was one thing that I learned out there. And, um, you know, and that got me hungry, you know, and, I, and then I realized, you know, I said, wow, there's big, you know, you know, I started visiting some of the colleges out there and I was like, wow, this is the basketball world. Like, I feel like, that, you know, that started building a dream, you know, and, and that's when, you know, um, you know, it led me. I I I I, sp- I spoke to different colleges, you know, and I feel like I I picked the wrong option mm. originally going to college like that. You know, because my coach uh, he got you know he 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 got fired from the club after only a few games, and then a new coach came in and he had a home completely. You know, he didn't know any of the players. Yeah. So you know that that that's what made me transfer. But um, you know, I had a had a good time at UAB. You know, we had some big wins. You know, against North Carolina against Nebraska, um, you know, against New Mexico State. And, you know, we had, you know, big, big, uh, wins. big wins. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I really enjoyed probably one of the best two years of basketball in, you know, in my life was was then at UAB. How, um, how did you find the Juco level then? So obviously we see on like Last Chance you and that's like our kind of insight to that kind of level. And it does seem very cutthroat. And like, what? how would you describe that level compared to maybe like the NCAA? Um, well, I, I went to a junior college who was like the most winningest college in JUCO uh, yeah. in Iowa. And, you know, I feel like we, we uh, had a, a lot of good teammates around me and a good coach had been there for a lot of years, you know, and, and, and he, and, you know, it wasn't so difficult, you know, we were just, you know, we were winning all yeah. the time. So, so, you know, if you're winning in JUCO and, and all the players are happy, everyone's getting Division One scholarships, yeah. it, it was the perfect place to be, you know. Um, you know, out of, you know, you got you got the twelve guys in the team, and you know, six, seven guys are going to Division One. You know, the you know the year after, so you know, I had a good you know experience at JUCO. You know, and, and I know that you can get lost in JUCO. I had a lot of people telling me, you know, because I, I had offers to go to other schools instead of JUCO, but I wanted to go to a bigger school. Uh, I didn't want to didn't want to like uh, go to a lot smaller Division One school. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then I, I signed to University of Nebraska. Um, out of JUCO and then um, right before uh, the last signing period uh, the coach gets fired Doc Sadler at Nebraska so I'm thinking I'm, I can't go to a school again now where this coach yeah. didn't recruit me so I went back out and you know I told them that you know we're going to see what other options there are and I went on a few visits you know I went to uh, Wake Forest yeah. on a visit and then I went to um, Oregon on a visit and you know I had some interest from schools but you know when I went to UAB you know, they had a new coaching staff in there. 
you know, they, it was like a, it felt like a family there. And like, you know, they were they were giving, they were promising me that I was going to go straight into being a starter. You know, with with only two years remaining in college, you know, Boy. knowing that knowing that I'm going to play for two years to set me up, you know, for for my pro career, I thought that was the best option. Instead of going to a bigger school where I'm going to be, you know, competing for my minutes all the time, and you never know now. Yeah, and you could maybe be like the ninth man or eighth man, depending on what they've picked up. And you see, you've seen, I've spoken to numerous guys through this about guys who who acknowledge they've made the poor choice and they end up signing for a team or signing for a college or under a coach that maybe, like you said, gets changed or the the coach says, oh yeah, this player's going to transfer out, but that player then stays, so you end up further down the kind of the depth chart. Yeah, for me it was all about playing. I just had to be able to play and get that experience. I'd already started playing basketball too late. I had mm. to be somewhere where I was just going to be playing, you know, like that was the main thing is to get that experience and, and work on my body. You know, in college I really worked on my body and, and you know, getting these games in, you know, playing, you know, 20 to 30 games, you know, a season now and, and practicing every day, you know, and even in the off season, you, you know, we, I was there at summer school every, every, every summer at the universities, I was there at summer school, getting the classes in, getting the workouts in, you know, it was the best option. You know, if I went back, came back to the UK, I would have struggled now to find a place to work out, you know, to talk to people, who, you know, to help me out, you know, where to go to the gym and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it was just like the best option to stay out there, you know, so you know, this is this is this is why it's such a good thing to be back in, in the UK. Now. it's been it's been sixteen years since I, you know, I'm telling you, I went to high school. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's a long time. So I have it down as being you turned pro. Uh, well, yeah, nine years ago, twenty fourteen ish, and kind of the next. Obviously, we said we had you had stops across Europe and and the world. Um, my next kind of question to you is, uh, which has been your favorite destination to play then? Oh, it's it's gonna have to be uh, Greece, like I mm. uh, like I mentioned. You know, I really like the style of basketball that they play there. You know, it's really it's actually really defensive minded um, game. You know, all about positioning and where your hands need to be. Yeah. Um, and then obviously on top of that, you know, the 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 way that people are living there. You know, you know, I like it. You know, um, I, you know, I'm from the Balkans myself. You know, <laughs> from that's like my my background. You know, yeah. so like when I when I go to Greece, I feel like it's the people are very similar, you know. They like, you know, they like, you know, they like the sun. They like some coffee, you know. They like they have good food. <laughs> so like, you know, we enjoyed it. We we enjoyed living there and like having the warm weather, you know, all the time. And um, yeah, I mean that 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 was definitely my favorite destination. Mm. I would say, you know, um, you know the the, the basketball side. I played for four different teams, you know, and like, you know, you know, one of the teams was in the first league and then two, three of the, the other three teams that I played for had had actually like uh, promoted them to the, to the first mm. league, you know, from the second league. So, you know, you know, we've had a lot of success there, a lot of wins, you know, like the seasons, you know, we haven't lost a lot of games, especially in the second league. Like even when I was in the first league, we were in the mm. top four and you're talking about, you know, big teams like Olympiacos or Panathinaikos. And, and it's amazing. Like when I did come, when, when I did sign in Greece, you know, I got that opportunity because uh, my first contract in Greece, you know, an, another player on the team had injured his eye. Ooh. And uh, so, you know, they came back and they said he had to have some kind of surgery and he was going to be out for about three, four months. So they offered me a, a contract for four months. 
to come in there and replace him for four months until he was back. So, and, and I, I took the deal because it's in the first league, you know, the team's doing well yeah. already. You know, the team's already in like fifth, fourth place. And, the, and, the, and the, the first two games were against Panthenaikos and Olympiakos. So I really got that feel for, you know, how high-level basketball there is. And I suppose we look at it from across these shores. I always think, like, I look at guys like, even in our team, like Al Durham started the season in Greece, um, played some pretty good minutes against some of the bigger teams. Like at Olympiacos, he's played a lot of minutes and scored big against them. And you're like, it's it's amazing just seeing the kind of competitive, competitiveness of, this, of that league and then also, like, how passionate the fans are. And from where, like, I look at places you played, like the Balkan Leagues, what you said, Kosovo and... Um, you're playing in places where the the passion of the fans is uh, very high, shall we say? Yeah, well, it can, you know it can go either way. You mm-hmm. know, like I feel like the fans, you know, out there, you know, everyone's happy when you're winning. Yeah, of course, <laughs> when, when, when you're when you're not, or there's something going wrong, uh, that you know, then it can be, then it can get really bad quickly as well. You know, in both situations, I've had that happen in Greece. We've had it happen in uh, in Kosovo. You know, it's 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 unpredictable. <laughs> like, you know, you know, mm-hmm. a, fa- a fan can just, you know, in one game, I remember very clearly, a fan threw a cup of iced coffee at one of the referees out of from the fans. Like, it just came on and it, and it hit the it shot the referee's shoulder and it landed on the court. And, and as soon as that happened. You know, now the game's been paused for like 30 minutes to 45 minutes yeah. with the police get, removing everybody out. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not the first time that's happened, you know? like That's crazy. But you don't, it's almost as that, not a cultural, well, it is a cultural thing in terms of where, where we see that probably football in this country about what fans and things getting thrown around, but we don't tend to see that in kind of obviously basketball. Um, and I suppose when you, your last stop in the BBL was uh, during the COVID season with London. How, how how did you kind of find that time with London? It was obviously the kind of start of the change for them. And yeah, and maybe they had too many guys from what I, I remember watching, too many guys your kind of size and taking up your time. But yeah, how did you find that season with London? Um, yeah, I mean, I was blessed with the, that, you know, that situation in London. Um, I, I started the season in Estonia. Mm. And, you know, my wife was pregnant and, you know, I mean, I had a good contract in Estonia and we were happy to be there, and, you know, and, and give birth to the twins in, in Tallinn. And we had already spoken to a hospital out there and, and, you know, had set up everything. And we were out there, you know, for a month and, uh, you know, I had the London Lions calling me, asking me to come back to the UK, to, you know, to play for them. And, and, you know, they wanted to bring in another guy. And, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a no-brainer for us. You know, uh, to do that, um, I had really played about four games in Estonia, and I'd asked the team, you know, if I could leave. But you know, it wasn't so easy to leave because I was actually playing well for them. So, <laughs> so I was like played really, really well for about four games out there. You know, and, and then they, and then you know, I'm asking them if to leave. So you know that that wasn't uh, very good. But you know, the, you know what the, what the London Lions were offering us. Uh, to come back to the UK and, and give birth to the twins there and play for the team there. And, you know, they told us all about their aspirations, um, you know, and, and it was during a time where it was, you know, COVID, coronavirus, COVID, and, and a lot of players, they weren't traveling around, you know, a lot of players was trying to play in their home country. You know, it, it, it came at a perfect time, the opportunity there. 
especially with the new owners. Yeah. Um, you know, and, the, and then the season, you know, it it was a very weird season without fans. You know, definitely. Um, you know, you go from playing with a lot of fans at games to nobody at the games. And I, and I do remember my wife came to one game. You know, and then they were told, oh, you can't come to it anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, you know, obviously the playoffs came and yeah. Leicester. And then we were allowed a couple, mm. couple people to come to that. So that was, you know, that was good to have that. Uh, the season, you know, I remember the season. Uh, I came, you know, to the London Lions and, and I played a, a couple of games. It, it was the cup group, group games. You know, I had rolled my ankle. You know, I had I got injured, you know, right at the beginning uh, with my ankle. So, you know, I had that, you know, stiff problem for a couple of months. Um, and then, you know, when I came back and, you know, we started rolling, I, I think I remember we won about 16, 16 straight games. Um, and, and, you know, we were, we were chasing down, you know, Leicester Riders who were first place. And we were hoping they were going to lose one of their last two games so that we could, you know, win out in the regular season, you know, and, and, and the Leicester Riders did their job. They won their last two games and they won the league. Um, and then obviously we went into the playoffs and we got to the final of the playoffs. And I feel like I had some of my best games then in the playoffs, especially against Plymouth, you know, in the semi-final and um, to get us to the final. And then in the final, you know, anything could happen there. We were playing a, new, a good Newcastle Eagles team. And, uh, you know, they had some players that were playing well at the right time. Uh, it's funny that because uh, I saw Fletcher last night and obviously yes. he was on that team. He was on that team that beat us in the, in the final of the playoffs. I mean, I can't, I won't forget that, losing in that final. I mean, that Newcastle team were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that whole, you know, even Leicester Riders were really good that year and Newcastle yeah. were, were, were a good team. And, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was a good season. I mean, I, I, you know, I won't forget that season. You know, I have a lot of memories from it, but I feel like I learned a lot from that season as well. You know, I went, after that, I went back out to Europe and you know, I played in Greece again and then in Kosovo and then now I'm back in the BBL again. I feel like, you know, I've learned from that experience of being in the BBL before. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you start, you know, you start noticing um, certain, you know, styles, you know, you know, uh, uh, of teams and the referees. You know, and, and I feel like, um, you know, I want a team now, you know, that's pretty balanced. Yeah. Like you said about the London Lions when I was there, you know, we had... I think about 15, 16 guys. And we'll come to the locker room and there'll be a piece of paper on the wall and it'll say which 12 guys are going to be dressing for this game and which two, three guys were not, you know? <laughs> and, and it's amazing. You're probably ready and hyped up to come to the game and you come and see that paper and your name's not on there. Like, I mean, luckily that didn't happen to me at all, but I did happen to some of the, my teammates. So... <laughs> it's... You know, I like that we're balanced here, you know, at the Caledonia Gladiators. I feel like we have guys on different positions, you know, guys that, you know, can play more versatile, different positions, you know, um, you know, or guard play. And, you know, the, the, the guy, the second unit that's coming off the bench, you know, that's that's usually who I'm with. And, you know, I feel like we're doing a good job, you know, keeping it up, you know, getting... Definitely. Especially when me and Al, I feel like when me and Al Durham are coming off the bench... You know, I feel like we we now we're bringing that you know second unit a bit more firepower. You know, with with Fraser Malcolm, you know, with with Bunyan. You know, we're we're getting a good good balance on the team. You know, we we I feel like we've got a good rotation. You know, especially when we're all playing well together and limiting our turnovers. That's our main problem. But yeah, 
So let's, you've already kind of touched on it coming over and started playing for the Gladiators. You've obviously moving, as my camera does weird things occasionally, uh, moving your family to a kind of new country. How have, you, how have you found settling into Scotland? And yeah, how have you found the kind of Gladiator family so far? Oh, it's been it's been perfect. Um, you know, starting from you know the owners, Steve and Ali, like they've been amazing. You know, I met them off you know our first morning here in Scotland, and you know they've been nothing but you know do the best things for us. Um, it's been it's been such a, a smooth move. You know, I, I didn't think you know when I was getting the call to start, try and see you know if I if if I if they can get me back here to to release me from my contract in Kosovo, you know. I was trying. I was talking to the team to you know to get the release to come up back to come over here, and uh, you know the, they were, you know, it's not so easy with two kids. And now I got all my stuff. All, you know, we got seven, eight suitcases. We got <laughs> we got a lot of stuff. It's a big move, you know. So I had to make sure that you know we're going to try and make it as smooth as possible because you know there's there's four of us. You know, we're we're coming over here. It's not. It's not like the usual. You know, there's a lot in the BBR. It's just a lot of you know rookie guys that are coming out of college on their on their own from the, from America. You know, it was it was like a big move for us. But you know, from everybody that works for the club, you know, they've made it so welcoming. Um, even the first game, the first game, you know, we met some of the fans. We're getting gifts from the fans. You know, it's it, it's a safe environment. You know, there's you know there's a family. I feel like it's like a family atmosphere. You know that's 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 been like the best things. You know that that that, that we, it feels like a family. You know, you know, for, for me coming back to UK, it wasn't it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about like, you know, I got something to prove or something like that. You know, I, for me coming back here was for the for the kids and, and you know and and to be able to be not so far from my parents, for example. They're, you know, they're in Leicester. You know, and I got two brothers. You know, and, my, and one of them also has a has a kid that. Uh, baby recently you know and I want to want to be part of that I feel like I've been away for so long yeah. that, that, you know it was more about that for me now I mean I'm I'm 33 years old now you know and I, and I feel like this is, is the I'm coming here at the perfect time the perfect opportunity you know I, I want to help the team you know as best as I can uh, with my experience and leadership um, you know and to help Gareth you know and, you know it's not it's not so easy you know it's not so it's not so easy to just put a group of players together and try to make it work, you know, and see how they are. And, and, and you know, we have our goals, you know, and, and Gareth told us from the beginning that, you know, our goals are, you know, to try and finish in the top four in the league and, and see where we're going to go there with the playoffs. And also we were in the trophy and, you know, we had difficult games, obviously. We played, we had the London Lions and then we went to went away to, to Derby, which wasn't an easy atmosphere to play over there. You know, on that court with, the, you know, um, Know, with the, you know with their home advantage you know to now be in the final you know we have our goals you know we want we want to win this final we want to finish in the top four and see you know that that would be you know a successful end to the season you know for the Caledonia gladiators and for the club and then you know we can move on to next year you know which which also the owners are, are stepping you know stepping up you know this you know uh the club's moving in the right direction you know we you know we're moving into uh, play sport that over there, you know, to, you know, with the with the low, you know, place where we're gonna play next season, moving out of the Emirates. You know, it's an exciting time to be at the club. So you touched on there um, before about obviously how you're feeling so settled now. The team it's really balanced and whatnot. Uh, and as you kind of touched on as well, you, we're heading into kind of the the trophy final. 
Uh, we've had a bit of a mixed bag of results recently, but a, a big win against Manchester went the day before uh, yesterday as we are recording. Um, how good is that again? A kind of big momentum win against Manchester before, like a couple of weeks before a final. Yeah, and Manchester's a tricky team. You know, they could. You know, they got a lot of scorers. They got a lot of experienced guys. You know, we needed that uh, win. You know, I feel like we. You know, we also wanted to win more than they did. Uh, we know we just lost. You know, we just lost three on the three in a row. And you know, and you, know, you got to get you got to get back to winning ways, especially before a final. I think that's important too. Um, you know, we got a tough weekend coming up now. We got you know we got the Leicester Riders, you know, in Leicester, and then we're going to Surrey uh, to play against a team that gave us a tough game there, you know, as well last week. Yeah. You know, so you know, this leading up to the final, we just need to start. You know, you know, um, start games better. I think. You know, we need to start games, you know, you know, more hungry. I feel like since we made it to the final, you know, since we went undefeated in February, you know, since, um, you know, we, we, you know, we're on a roll, you know, and then, and then now we start the game and we're relaxing. We're letting other, the other team get their confidence, get into the game, get their rhythm, especially away from home. It's difficult now. Yeah. You know, you start, you let the other team get into the game. They're playing in their home court. You know, and now, you know, to win on the road like that, you need, you need to be at least 10 points better than them, you know, to, yeah. to, to, to really secure a bit more win. You know, I learned that quite a lot in Greece because, you know, winning away from home, <laughs> like every team is winning at home, every team. So, you know, away from home, that's that's, that's what separates you from the other teams. You know, so th- that's what we need to get to here, you know, winning games on the road. Do you think that uh, comes with experience? Obviously, we've got quite a lot of kind of young rookie guys and, as you said, you get really some, let's be honest, some really experienced teams in like your Leicester, London, Manchester. Um, do you think a lot of that comes with experience? Yeah, definitely. Uh, closing out games too. And, you know, even even uh, like we had a bad start, you know, versus Surrey, we, you know, it didn't start very well, you know. And then also, you know, again, the only time it's worked out for us is when we've uh, had a bad start against Manchester. Mm-hmm. And you know, when they've scored thirty-five points in the first quarter, and then we come back and we win the we win the game. You know, it's the only time where we've really uh, yeah. come back from from such a bad start. Uh, you know, but against Surrey, you know, we almost came back and and won that game. But you know, it was, it was just you know we just we can't we can't keep doing that. We can't keep digging a hole. Making it hard, yeah. And then, and then and then now you win the next three quarters, but you still <laughs> you still don't win the game. You know, I mean. No, and that that is to do with experience and stuff, and you know, and I and I've I've tried to you know let let the guys know, you know, especially the you know obviously we got a lot of rookies on the team, okay, and especially the guys that are coming from college, which are you know four of the four of our guys uh, from the starting five, I think as well, um, you know they, they their season's probably almost over already now, usually in the last years, you know, you, 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 your season's already done in March. Or the end of March, you know. Now mentally, they need to. Uh, I've tried to, you know, let the guys know mentally. You need to be ready for this. That you do have, you know, another ten weeks left of the season, you know, including the playoffs and stuff. You know, you got another two months, you know, where you got to focus. You got to finish strong. You, know, you, you can't just go through the motions last month. This is the most important time to be playing your best. Yeah. This is the time where you're winning your trophies and and, and you and you're trying to get. You know, I I learned this from my contracts abroad because. Um, 
you know, you have bonuses. You know, it's not so much, it doesn't happen so much in the BBO, but in, in you know, abroad, you know, you're getting bonuses for wins in the playoffs, where you finish in the table, you know, how far you get, you know, and even, even bonuses that aren't in your contract, you know, the owners are giving bonuses in, in, in the locker rooms after big wins and stuff. So, you know, especially at the end of the season, you know, you, you can really make more money at the end of the season than any other time of the season. You know, and I feel like same here, you know, you can get that all the successes at the end of the season. You know, you, you know and, and with two months to go, you know, um, not even that, you know, it's, it's less than that. So nine games in the league, like, we can't let up, you know, we can't, you know, we had a good February, we started March off slow, you know, and we got to finish off Good, you know, we got we got to be ready for the final and also, you know, the, the rest of our schedule in April, you know, leading into the playoffs. You know, we need to try and give ourselves the best chance, you know, um, of getting a good draw in the playoffs, you know. And, um, I wasn't sure about this um, playoff format. Is it going to be three games uh, this? I don't know. They keep changing three. it. I don't th- Part yeah. of me thinks it's not. So it's just going to be two games on aggregate like it was previously. You're asking me a question I think I should know the answer to and I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I think it's two yeah. games. I think it's two game ag. I, I keep... heard that they were trying to change it, so... they cha- I think they changed it, but I think they've not put it back to the, the three games with since COVID. They, did, they, they brought it in for the COVID season, as in the season before it was shut down. So we never actually got it and we've not gone back to that yet. But a three day, a three game series thing would be class. Yeah, that's what we need uh, in the league. I mean, that's that's that sounds pretty standard, like around around Europe with 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 uh, you know best out of three, best out of five, you know, even in the final and stuff like that. But you know, it's a different kind of uh, you know, it's, it's a different kind of you know the basketball here. Um, it's all about that one game final. You know, and, and, and I understand be. it because a lot of people, you know, people that don't even watch basketball regularly, they'll come to that one game final, you know, instead yeah. of a five game series. You know, so I, I don't know what's better. <laughs> I don't know. But definitely best out of three in, in the earlier rounds. Definitely. So let's let's concentrate a wee bit on the trophy final for kind of my final couple of questions for you. Um, we've obviously got an exciting matchup with the Cheshire Phoenix, um, who. They're a very tricky team to match up against and play. They've got some really top quality players, Cobble Guards and Larry Austin, who just doesn't stop going the whole game. They've got the experience of kind of Jamel Anderson, who had a lot of success at whatever he's been around the league. And and that's before you talk about guys like, did you play with Will Neighbor at London or was he not that, there that season? No, I think he gave the season after, but season you know, after. I, know, I know Will. Uh, you know, he didn't play uh, in the game this weekend. No. Um, so I mean I hope he's okay and you know he's going to be back for the final. I mean yeah they're 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 a tricky team to play. Um I you know I was looking at the statistics of that team. Uh, they've got three guys who are you know in the top five in steals. I think like all three guys you know that's they're averaging about six steals a game just the three guys. You know so so and then the, and that doesn't that doesn't include uh, Jamel Anderson. I, I don't believe. So and you know he's a top defensive player. So. Yeah. That's going to be the main thing for us is to break them down uh, offensively and, and stop them from you know we got to, we got to stop you know stop the turnovers stop them from getting steals you know and, and take advantage uh, especially below the basket I think we need to take advantage you know against them um, you know they just lost uh, Cherubia 
Yeah, he's going to the. So you know, they don't have. You know, they don't have, but you know, they got. You know, they, they, even even their bigs. You know, they they're more dynamic. You know, they're going to be spreading yeah. the floor. So that's going to be what's a tough matchup for us. But then on the other side, you know, we're going to have to be you know diff, very difficult for them under the paint. You know, we're going to have to beat them uh, with points in the paint. You know, that's, you know, that's going to be one of the main goals for that game. And that's where you come in, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like one of my jobs, and, and obviously uh, Patrick Tape, he's been doing a great job, and yeah. uh, when Frazier comes in, you know, and, he, and he's uh, efficient. You know, I, I think that you know we have we have good presence underneath. You know, even even you know Jeremiah Jeremiah Bailey and uh, Princeton uh, Monbas. You know, I think that you know they're 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 big guys that can also move and you know give other teams problems with their size. Definitely. So that's definitely our biggest advantage, and then obviously we got two uh, guards, you know, who are who are you know really fast and crafty. I can score, you know. So we're going to be a difficult matchup for them. Um, too, I think, I think that they're going to be more worried about us, but we, you know, we we just need to you know be mentally ready for the game. You know, we can't be starting all relaxed, and we got to be you know from the first minute we got to be on it. You know, not allowing these guys to get their confidence. You know the games in Glasgow. It's that you know that's big. Um, you know, Gareth told us that from the quarterfinal. He said the finals in Glasgow, like we could make it there. Like you know, we got we could make it to the final and win a, win the final here at the Emirates. And that's been like the goal since then. And that was you know one of the first couple of days I was here. We had a meeting and it showed the games that we have left. Gareth showed us our record. You know where where our goals are. You know obviously you know at that point. You know, he told us, you know, this is going to be the team that's going to finish the season. We just added two new guys. And, uh, you know, the guys that we have now, you know, we're going to have to get our chemistry right and start, you know, play well together defensively and learn the rules. And, you know, to come in on a team that's already been playing for a lot of months, that's not easy either, you know, especially for me and uh, Al. But I think that, you know, that we've, we've, we've uh, you know, our transition into the team has been pretty good. Um you know, um, yeah, I feel like you know some stuff has changed in a couple of the losses that we had. You know, but you know, overall, I think that you know, the, you know, everyone's been doing playing their role. You know, playing their you know a balanced team and you know playing the right way. You know, it's really? all about that intensity. You know, Definitely. we need to just bring it all the time. So what can we expect from yourself for the remaining of the season? That's my final question for you. So yeah, what can we expect from? Mr. Ali Hodgic for the rest rest of the season. Uh, just the same, uh, the same hard work that I bring, you know, into into the into the games when I come in, and then the same leadership, and I'm, I'm gonna keep um, helping our guys out, you know, you know, helping Gareth out, helping my teammates. Um, you know, I hope that we bring this uh, trophy back, you know, for the city, you know, like you know the games in Glasgow, you know, I want that for the club, you know, I, you know, I really want that. Um, for the team and the club and the, you know and everything um, that you know for the for the plans for the future you know it's a it's a it's a big you know step in the right direction. Um, you know I want to you know I want I want I want the team to finish you know as, as strong as possible at the end here so that we can lead on lead from that into the next season you know because you know, I'm not I'm not thinking about. I'm not thinking about oh where am I going to play next season, uh, you know how you usually do as a as a player. You know you're thinking oh at the end of the season where am I going to play next season? 
you know, I already know where I'm going to be next season. You know, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to finish the season strong. I want the, I want to see, I want the guys to finish strong and see which guys we can keep on the team. You know, we want, we want to try and keep as many guys as possible together. You know, we don't want a whole new roster next season. You know, it, you know, it, it's good to keep guys together. You know, for chemistry and like, you know, you know, guy, you know, you learn the city, you learn the coach, you learn the club. Learn everything, and then you're going to a whole new place again, and, and doing that all over again. So you know, guys that are are staying in the same place, you know, it's, you know, that's that's something that I'm free. My mind is free from. <laughs> I'm not, I know where I'm going to be. I know what I got to work for. I know, I know, you know, I know, I know what I'm going to be working on over the yeah. over the summer and stuff. You know, um, my plans and that. You know, it's it's a different game to Europe, for example. Like when I first came back to the BBL, those first games. I was like, I was feeling like, you know, I was playing 30 minutes out there in Kosovo or a game. Yeah. And then I came back in and I was playing about 20 and I was like, wow, I'm exhausted. And it's, <laughs> a lot to do with, it's a lot to do with like the double headers and like the way the game's played in this league where it's up and down, up and down. You know, so like that, that was the f- first thing for me is to get into that shape of running up and down. And like, you know, you know, a lot of these, I, I, I'm like a good eight, nine years, 10 years older than a lot of these guys. And, yeah. You know, I, I did bring uh, the, the average age up on the on the team, <laughs> I think. You know what I mean? No, it's yeah, and that's one of the things. Like one of the things that I think, from a, a fan and supporters' point of view, and people around the league noticing about like Gladiators meaning business is when it was obviously announced that you're not only just coming in for the remaining remainder of this season, but also for next season, and kind of setting that kind of tone of like what to expect from the franchise. And yeah, kind of the 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 moves forward that the, the team are planning to take, which is great to see. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm really impressed, you know, with everything, you know, so far, you know, what the, you know, what the owner's plans are, you know, where, where we want to take the club. And, you know, I think, I think not only the owners, you know, but also the management are doing stuff the right way, you know, I don't have to, you know, make the you know, say names, but, you know, even, uh, for example, Gareth and Daryl, like you know, they're doing things the right way. You know, practice is is is, is done the right way. You know, you're, you're you know you're working. You know, you're working on your shots. You're working on uh, your tactics. You're watching film. You know, all this professional, the professional stuff. Like it's it, it's it's at the club. You know, and, and everything's being raised. You know, as far as you know, traveling and. You know, you know, traveling to away games, you know, having hotels, having food on the bus, you know, all this, all this uh, stuff, you know, it's, it's new to the club, you know, now. And, and and it's great to see, you know, and, and obviously, you know, the owners want to take another step next season as well. And and that's what I'm really happy about, you know, that I I want, I want to continue, you know, the owners want to play in Europe, you know, I would love to, I want to continue playing at home at a high level in Europe as well, you know. So, you know, because I feel like, you know, this is like home for me. So, you know, to, to, to be able to play here and play in Europe as well, and play in, the, you know, the FIBA Euro Cup or the Champions League with, you know, with the Caledonia Gladiators, and, and that's the goal for the owners. You know, it's something I would love to be a part of, you know, in the next seasons ahead. You know, if it goes further next season, that's, you know, I wish that works out too, you know. it's We're, we're going to see. Brilliant. Thank you, Farrell. Thank you so much for giving me your time this evening. Uh, really appreciate this chat and give me time amongst kind of family time as well. So I know I really appreciate it this evening. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate you hitting me up on that. All right.